welcome to the Increased Odds uh, Podcast. I'm your host, Justin, with my co-host, Nolan. And this is the review episode of last week's games. And I gotta say, we continued our streak of not doing very well. <laughs> um, not quite as bad as last week. Um, not our best week, but... We had a couple of really close games that I feel like should have gone the other way. But also, I feel like I had two games that I really shouldn't have won that I did end up winning. So, um, yeah. Do you want to... What do you want to do first? Do you want to do the, the good, the bad, or the ugly? Well, I guess let's just start out with the bad this week. We start out with the good usually, but I feel like there was a lot of bad, so... Yeah. Let's start with um, the blowouts, I guess, first. The not even close losses. Yeah. So where do you want to go with that one? Well, I guess uh, we'll go to my Florida game, which, I mean, I guess you can't really call that a blowout. I would start with Iowa, but Florida disgusted me even more. With it yeah, I was going to say Iowa was week. the Iowa was, was clear choice. worse, but <laughs> at the same time better because Florida was never covering that four touchdowns. Never. It was never once in the game where I was like, oh, yeah, easy, got this wrapped up. Oh, yeah. It was. I tried to tell you, man. It was a bad pick. You were, you were I right. Tell you. I mean, it was, it was from the beginning, oh, crap, Justin was right on that pick because, I mean, their defense just kind of dominated Florida, to be honest. I was like, yeah, what and the it, heck it, is this? It wasn't so much that, you know, Charlotte, I ever thought Charlotte was going to win. It's just their defense, I feel like their defense allows them to cover those 30-plus point spread type of situations. No, and Plus, you were I definitely, you- definitely right. And it was right at 27 and a half, so I, I figured Florida was going to win by four touchdowns easy, and I was just wrong. And yeah. after already having Tennessee cover and that to hit the parlay, I was like, oh, yeah, this is in the bag easy. And then that game started, and I was like, well, that's disappointing. Yeah, t- I mean, Tennessee just trounced UTSA. Like, oh, yeah. Yeah, it wasn't. that was a boat race. Like, that wasn't even a game. That was like a, you know. It's the exact opposite, where you just you started the game and you're like, "Oh, easy Tennessee cover." Yeah, it was. They were up thirty to one to nothing at half, and then they did let them score two touchdowns. But with how much they were scoring, I wasn't really score- scared because thirty yeah. seconds later, Tennessee scored two more touchdowns. Yeah, yeah. I mean, twenty one's a lot of points for any team, and you just never know those late scores. But it's whatever. But yeah. No, yeah, I thought you were going to go with the Iowa game, though. That was and then, just yeah. abysmal. Yeah, the Iowa game was not pretty. I mean, there's not a whole lot to say about it. It was they couldn't do anything on offense at all. No, they were, it, it was awful. It was raining and stuff, too, wasn't it? Yeah, what it was, was that? raining pretty hard. Yeah, yeah, yeah it, was a it was a shitty conditions crappy, type of game. crappy conditions game. Well, and, and then, like, I told you, I put in some of my own parlays and stuff this weekend, and I had, for some stupid reason, I picked the over in that game, which was at 40, and then you see the rain, and you're like, it's 10 nothing at halftime, and you're like, 
there ain't no way they're hitting the over in this. But in my defense, like, I expected Iowa to score at least 10 points. Their offense has been solid most of the year. Not great, but better better than before. They scored 41 points the previous week. I'm like, Iowa can get 10 points. You just can't have the turnovers in a game like that. I, I always, I honestly going into half, I felt okay still, but then yeah. you yeah. have four turnovers and it's like, okay, you're not going to cover. Well, yeah, I mean, you're, you're getting 14 and a half points in a low scoring game. Like that's usually a recipe for a win. But then a couple, yeah, a couple of those turnovers late in the third where they scored touchdowns, it was like, okay. That dream ended ended poorly. Yeah, four turnovers. All lost fumbles. They fumbled six times in that game. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, like but, you said, it was coming down. I mean, they're quarterback had 42 yards passing their leading they rusher had, had 18 yards yeah they had 76 yards in the whole game like i you're not gonna do anything but i i still expected their defense to get them in scoring position and you know what i mean to allow the offense to at least just like punch in a short 15 yard drive touchdown or get them in field goal position a couple of times and <sighs> I I mean I almost got that over, but yeah, that one's that one's gonna bite me in the butt. Um, if tonight's <laughs> game goes as planned, that was a hefty hefty uh, parlay that I missed out on. And yeah, this kids is why you're not supposed to bet parlays. Yeah, I mean then we can I mean we can get to my game to my my heartbreak game of the week. Really just, I mean, I'm looking at that Coastal game. They just never. Yeah, that was a terrible. uh, We're even in the game. Terrible (laughs) pick. (laughs) I warned you. I was like, I looked at that and I was like, uh, I love picking Coastal, but something told me. Something told me that that team that they were playing was a lot better. Then, uh, yeah, but they got like ten-year starter Grayson McCall. Like, well, h- how do you lose with a ten-year starter at quarterback? But yes, that was a very disappointing. Like, never going. Yeah, to Yeah, I mean, they were six and a half win. point favorites, and they just got blasted by thirteen. <laughs> like, you know, that was bad. Yeah, it wasn't pretty. Um, but I will say, I think. Yeah, I don't know. They're both pretty bad. I don't know which one's worse. <laughs> the Coastal pick or the Iowa pick. Yeah. But, no. And then we, we can get to our heartbreakers. Um, well, I picked the Michigan over. I guess we can do the Michigan over. That game just, I don't know. They just didn't want to score. I don't know what Michigan was doing. They scored 38 points. And we needed them to get to, what, 40? 44. 44, yeah. So I was just hoping for a late touchdown by either team, really. Cover that. Get us a nice parlay win. Well, and I thought they were going to. Uh, Yeah. At the end of the game, I thought Michigan was going to, their backups were going to let in a touchdown. 
But, nope, they drove the whole length of the field to kill the clock so that Michigan could kill the clock on the next drive and didn't score. Well, the, I, I told you, I think the thing that screwed us the most on that over was Michigan coming out of halftime with a 20-minute drive <laughs> for a touchdown. I just, I, I, when you only have six possessions in the entire game, it's hard to score a lot of points. Very, very true. And our man only got one receiving touchdown that that uh Wilson season. Well, that season bet that we have is turning into a non-reality pretty quick. Oh yeah, yeah. He's at eight now. With how many games has he even got left? Seven. Um. Eight. He does have eight, so yeah, they've only played four. So he needs two touchdowns a game, and yeah, one least. with three. Yeah, so it's pretty rough now. The only good thing is, though, I do think he's more likely, like, still, even though he didn't do it this last week, to do that against Big Ten teams than he is against the crappy beginning of the year teams because he's more likely to stay in the game longer. Well, he played the fourth quarter this game. He actually played the whole game this time, so... that's And that's what I'm saying. I see yeah. him doing more of that, so... Yeah, instead of playing half the third quarter and walking and off the field. Especially in games, I feel like he's going to have to show up big in games against, like, the Ohio State, the Penn State, the Michigan State, where he might yeah. have four touchdown so, games. So it's I mean, not still over, got... but... Yeah, I mean, like, Minnesota just lost to Northwestern, who's probably the worst team in the Big Ten. So, like, they still got Minnesota. They still got Indiana. Michigan State's secondary is not that good. We'll see. They got Nebraska this week. We'll see how that goes. They're, I think, 18-point favorites in that game. Yeah. I mean, they got a lot of mediocre teams. I mean, they got Purdue on the schedule, and we know Purdue doesn't have a defense. <laughs> they have negative defense. So, I I just, I don't think the defenses are that great in the Big Ten, at least the teams that Michigan's playing in the Big Ten the rest of the year. Like, Penn State's got a good defense. Ohio State's got a good defense. I think Rutgers probably has the third best defense of any team no, that's that true. play. That's true. Rutgers is one of the better defenses. So, I just, yeah, I, there's plenty of opportunity in the Big Ten, and especially in Big Ten play, he's going to play longer, like you said. So, I just, yeah, I, 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 we still got, we still got some chances on that. But as long as his receivers quit falling down on the one yard line, idiots. <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh, passing touchdown. touchdown. Yeah, passing <laughs> touchdown. To start well, the game, he was pissed because he he could have gotten through those guys. He had two guys in front of him, but you could tell he was pissed because he could have stayed on his feet. Well, and that's what Michigan did all last year too. Is they just they get down to the inside the five yard line and just nope. I guess we'll just punch it in from the two yard line with the running back. Yeah, so, we need those big broken plays. That yeah. Because well, yeah, even when they Ohio get State down to the twenty, ton of those last year. So right, and those are what we need. Because even if they get it down like in the twenty, it seems like they just they'll do little oh, like run it. they'll do like little like routes that'll get them ten yards at that point. 
sometimes, yeah, so they, but other so than that, they're just going to run it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they're trying. They're Once they get inside the red zone, their goal is to get inside the 10 so that they can run it, not yeah. to get into the end zone. Right. They. Yeah. I hardly ever see passes to the end zone once they get to that point. Yeah. But I, I just think that's more indication of their receiving core than anything because they don't have the big go up and win those 50-50 balls kind of guys. So Hey, Wilson needs to have 25 touchdowns this year. So. Yeah, but Wilson's <laughs> like 5 foot 2. Yeah, look at Miami's <laughs> whole team. I mean, that's fair. That's fair. They just scored 70 points <laughs> with all um, 5 foot 2 guys. Yeah, so what do we got next? Uh, I guess we can guess go we, to the yeah, we just got the two pro games. losses that should have been wins that are just annoying. Um, we can talk about your Packers first, though, I guess, if you want. Yep, that'll work. So the whole game, they look like crap. But then... Uh, Doo-doo heads? But then they injured Carr, so then the Saints didn't have an offense the rest of the game. So uh, they ended up coming back, and analytics killed us. I feel like if it went to overtime, <laughs> they 100% win the game by three or six because the Saints offense did not gain another yard after he got out. So I feel like if it went into overtime, we were set. But instead, they're like, oh, we should go for two down a touchdown. They were down 14. What, right. At that point, down a touchdown. So down two oh, touchdowns. Yeah. And then they scored a touchdown. So, down two scores. You score a touchdown. Analytics say to go for two twice, I guess, if you don't get the first one. so That's the right answer. So, they went for two. They got it. And I texted Justin, and I was like, hey, the Packers are going to win. They're just going to win by one. And that's exactly what happened. Yep. That is exactly what happened. No, you really needed the... uh... Yeah, you needed them to just not do anything that drive. You, you needed them to miss the first one and right, then right. try to get the second one. And if they get it, great. If they don't, then they're still going to kick the field goal at the end. And they might win by two then, but at least you get the push. Yeah. But that's another one where I texted you. When they were down 17 nothing. I was like... But, I, I thought the game was over. I thought they lose by 30. <laughs> and I texted you. I said, if the, if the Packers lose this game, because it's the second week in a row, you pick the Packers as favorites. And by game time, they were underdogs. And I'm just like, if the Packers lose this game, you're never picking the Packers again. And I believe yes. I said lose the game, not if the bet loses. So technically. You did. That's exactly <laughs> why the Packers came back. They're like, hey, you can pick us again and make us lose. And you can lose more money on us. <laughs> so technically, we heard. We yeah, heard that was that was just such a it's just such a heartbreaking way to lose a lose a bet. You get a you pick a favorite early in the week. I mean, we're not picking super early now, but like, I mean, Wednesday night, which is still fairly early because a lot of the line movement happens Sunday morning, Saturday night, but. Yeah, you pick them as a favorite. The line shifts to their one and a half point underdog. They win by one, and you still lose your bet. That's just crazy. Yep. 
then we can get to our final loss of the week, and then we can start getting to our, our good bits. But final loss of the week, the Vikings over under 54 points. Just take a wild guess as to how many points they scored in that game. Yep, 52. Yeah. I I was I just hate it. I like the second they were on that they got stopped on that fourth and goal. I was like I I'm like there's still like two and a half minutes left. Like there's still plenty of time for someone to score. But I'm like, yeah, no one's scoring in this game. It's over. Fifty two points incoming. And sure enough, that's what they scored, fifty two points. Well and, I and- Really wanted them to just kick the field goal. <laughs> well, when the Chargers uh, went for it there on their own side of the field, I was like, ah, Vikings score and win here. Because you texted me like, oh, it's going to end at 52. But then the Chargers yeah. went for it on their side of the field. And I was, that Vikings offense has been playing so well. Yeah, but so I was shocked. I saw it was fourth and one because I couldn't watch the game because I was just, it wasn't. I'm not in the market for that game, and they didn't flip over to it when the other games got done. But like, I'm watching the play-by-play on my phone, and I'm like, "Oh, fourth and one, they're just gonna punt." And then I think they flipped to it after the fourth and one play. Eventually, I did see the very end of it, but I was like, "Who goes for it on fourth and one, up four points on your um, own twenty-five yard 24, line?" Yeah, like. What are you doing? You just punt the ball away. Right. No, I was so confused. Because you had texted me before that, that it was going to end at 52. But then I was like, there's no way the Vikings go all the way down the field and don't score two times in a row. Yeah. And then they they didn't. But then, did you watch the end of that game or? It was on the flipping between games. It was on the red zone or whatever. So their last so, yes. drive, they got down to like the five yard line. I don't know what what they get down to. The two. It was like, which one? The one before the turnover no, on downs no, the by the Chargers. Last one where they threw the interception. The interception play. Yeah, they were at the six. Yeah, like the five. Yeah, they were at like the five yard line. They got down there, and they're lining up for a play. They're waiting. Like, Kirk Cousins is sitting there with his hands over his head trying to hear the play call. And I'm like, guys, the clock is running. You have five seconds. What are you doing? How do you not clock the ball there and get three plays out of that? Instead, you rush. You you wait 15 seconds for a play call, and then you rush to the line real quick, try to get the play call in, and rush your play and throw an interception. Like, what? I'm, like, sitting there. I'm like, what the f*** are you guys doing? You just got to clock the ball here. You like? Did you think you had a timeout? I I don't understand what what's going on. Yeah, because when they got that fourth down, they still had forty five, so thirty five seconds left. And when he threw yeah. the interception, there was twelve seconds left. Right. Yeah, they wasted like thirty seconds on a play call, and I'm like, you could have ran three three downs with the oh, amount easy. of time they had left in that game. Yeah, easy. Instead, you rushed your play call because you didn't clock the ball. Like I, It's something I expect from a young quarterback, but Kirk Cousins has been in the league for 20 years now, it seems like. No, they definitely got the call. You're not winning the game. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, it didn't make I, sense because, like you said, you rush up there, 
that down, that first down doesn't matter with that much time left. Run up there, spike it. The clock stops. You can get your play in and get three plays. And at least take your time, get set up, and, and right. like like you figure out what's plays going on to... instead of rushing your your final play. Yep, made no sense whatsoever. Yeah, I, I'm like, what are you doing? I, I don't understand. Like, instead of calling in a play, the like offensive coordinator should just been yelling at him, "Clock the damn ball, you stupid son of a bitch!" <laughs> right? No, I yeah. like what? Like, what are we doing here? Clock the ball. Like, what are you waiting for? Yeah. Like. Yeah, it it made absolutely no sense to me. The end of that game was, but that's why I wanted to kick the field goal. I'm like, just kick the field goal. You still got two and a half minutes left or whatever. It, when it was like fourth down, the first fourth down that they had in goal. Yeah. And I'm like, just kick the field goal. You still have plenty of time. The Chargers are just going to run it up the middle three times. You just hey, get the stop and go down the field. They're not the Titans, okay? I don't they're care the who Titans. they are. Like, the Titans had four than three, and they were five yards closer, and they kicked the field goal with less time on the clock. I I just, like, just kick the field goal, and then you just have to make a defensive stop on a team that you know is just going to run the ball up the middle three times and make you use your timeouts. I, I, I didn't really get it. Unless they didn't have any timeouts left. Like I said, I couldn't watch, I didn't see the game, so. Yeah. They had no time left. Remember. I guess that makes sense why you wouldn't. Keep it. I don't know, but the last play just boggled my mind. How do you not <laughs> clock that ball? All right, let's get into the good stuff though. Um, we'll we just start with I mean, Tennessee. Yeah, we already talked about Tennessee. We'll go with your other game because my games really we should have lost. So the game we'll go with Oregon. Steph Pro- picked. Yeah, probably the best pick of the week. The game that Steph picked that was an absolute, I mean, talk about, um, they made that other team look like a high school team. Dominated. Yeah. I Absolutely tried to tell you they're not that good. Dominated you listen to me. Them. Like, it wasn't even close. And it was embarrassing, kind of, to watch that game. You got, they're down 17 to nothing at this point, and uh, Shiloh gets run over by the running back and stops him for like a five-yard game. And he gets up and starts flexing up and down his arms. I'm like, you guys are about to lose by 70. What are you doing? And it, I mean, I, it was embarrassing to watch. Like, the in-game yeah. antics are going on when you're literally about to get your blow. You don't need to be doing that shit. Yeah. You're about to be well, walked that, off the field. That's, that's my biggest problem with football players in general though is just nonsense like oh the the wide receiver just completely missed the ball and I just didn't do anything and ran next to him and then you're like the defender sitting there flexing like he did anything. Like he didn't do anything. The guy just didn't catch the ball. Right. Like, it, it's up. one thing. It's one thing to do it after really good plays but yeah they were getting up and doing it and i'm just watching the game do you not see the scoreboard and then on top of it like you said it's a play that's not even good what are you even doing but that was to me to, to me that all goes back to the head coach though like that's that's the mentality that he brings to that team is just it it feels like 
Colorado through the first three weeks just had this sense of entitlement. Like, this is our year. We're better than everyone else. Like, we're, we're like top dogs. And then it's like an actual good team came in and it was like, no. Just right. Oh, I mean, yeah. They did not even deserve to be on the same field as Oregon. No, but that, that's, yeah, I try. You don't listen to me, man. (laughs) I don't know, though. I think Oregon might also do that to a lot of teams. To be honest, I think Oregon might be that team this year. I, I mean, Oregon's probably a good team. Don't get me wrong. But I still think this was more an indication of who Colorado was than who Oregon is. I mean, that's fair. Like, Colorado's just not a good team. They have an offense that will keep up with decent teams. And, I mean, shoot, I mean, they blew out a couple of teams. Like, they they got an offense that can win against decent teams. But, I mean, like, Colorado State's not a good team. Double overtime win. TCU, I don't think, is a good team. Three-point win. Like, yeah. Oregon, 42-6. to six. Like, they beat Nebraska. Congratulations. Nebraska is not good. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I, I agree. So, all right. And then, we can get to mine. I mean, Utah, Florida State. We can go with Utah just because Florida State's worse than Utah. Um, that game was just abysmal. What was it seven to fourteen final score? Yeah, I don't even remember. Utah got a defensive touchdown, and they scored early. It was fourteen yeah, nothing yeah, at halftime. It was. it was just a defensive, a defensive game, and it, Utah just they got a defensive touchdown. They looked awful, and. They just lucked into a into a win, I feel like. But yeah, Utah should not have even won that game, let alone covered the five point spread. Yeah. No, that's fair. But I still hate Utah, but they keep winning, so I can't hate them too much. Oh yeah, dude. I hate I Utah, agree. but they keep winning. They then beat we get Florida, the... they beat UCLA, they beat Baylor. I don't know. Just keep winning. Just keep oh, sorry. Winning. Yeah, you can go to your <laughs> so yeah. Best I mean, team in the slate, Florida State, um, should have lost again, and they didn't. I mean, Clemson kicks a thirty-yard field goal, and they lose that game. But Clemson somehow misses a walk-off thirty-yard field goal. Yeah, that's two weeks in a row. Florida State just escaped from the a game that they shouldn't have won. I I don't know what it is. Florida State I don't think is that good. Florida State fans on Twitter are just bragging up a storm like, oh, we beat Clemson on the road. Oh, we're so good. And I'm like, Clemson lost to Duke, my guys. Florida State. <laughs> The problem is Florida State will be in the playoff. I don't think they drop a game. Uh, yeah, you're they probably right. They have a high, right. harder schedule than Michigan on paper, but they're not going to drop a game. I don't think they do, actually. Uh, who do they play? 
LSU, Clemson, Duke, Miami, and Florida. Those are all not great teams. Florida's not a good team. I would say they're four decent teams compared to Michigan's two really good teams. Yeah, but Michigan's two are infinitely harder than all four of those. True. Like, if I'm trying to run the table, I'd rather have Florida State scheduled than Michigan's. Well, yeah. Well, that's fair. So The only question mark in their schedule would have been LSU, and then they turned out not to be that great. Yeah, but LSU just struggled with Arkansas, so yeah, that's no, all. They, I got, they turned out LSU, to not be that good. They could. I mean, LSU might still finish pretty, pretty good. I don't think they will, but that's one game. Every team has that one, has a bad game here or there. So LSU could still run the table. I don't know. But no. yeah. I don't see it. I don't see it happening. No. Um, but yeah, I mean, Florida State should have lost that game. Like, both of the college games I won should have been losses. Like, I, I just got lucky. So hey, we'll take them, especially the Florida State game. Yeah. Well, once that game went into overtime, you're like, well, Florida State wins the game. They're winning by two. So <laughs> I love so, them rules. They're either winning or not. I mean, the only way they don't is if they were to get a touchdown first. Or if in the second overtime, Clemson got a touchdown and Florida State decided to go for two. Or do you have to go for two in the second overtime now? I don't you know have how to college go. overtime I, Yeah, I think you have to go for two in the second overtime. First overtime, you kick extra points. Second overtime, you have to go for two. And Third overtime is just two-point conversions. Two conversions. Yeah. yeah, okay. And they went first in the first. I don't remember. I don't really. Yeah, they, they went first. It was, they just won it in the first overtime, right? I'm yeah, just, I'm pretty sure. They just won an yeah. overtime game. Yeah, they just won it in the first overtime. They scored, kicked the extra point, and then... Oh, yeah, yeah. Otherwise, they would, score. otherwise they would have won by six, right? Yeah. Oh, man, how mad would you be if that was a six-and-a-half-point game and they didn't kick that extra <laughs> point, though? Yeah, that would have sucked. Because they, you know, they went second. Uh, that would be bad. But theoretically, Clemson kicks a field goal, so they win by three. If Clemson goes first. True. Right. But they just missed a 30-yard field goal. So who knows what Clemson does, honestly. But, yeah. Um, and then if they don't, then Florida State just kicks a field goal and wins by three. Yeah, yeah. If they don't score at all. So, overall, though, we didn't have a great podcast weekend. But I had a pretty good weekend just doing my own bets. Um. I mean, I went, what, what did I say, 10, 5, and 1? Yep. 4 and 1 overall in NFL games. Yes, sir. That was pretty good. A couple of games that really screwed me. The Ohio State-Notre Dame game cost me a big parlay because I had Notre Dame straight. If I would have just taken, I'm pretty sure the spread was 3.5 when I put that parlay in. If I just take 3.5 points. Yep. Easy. That's easy a couple wins. hundred bucks in my pocket. Um, but yeah, who? What other game was there? Uh, Bama. The Iowa under, right? I mean, over. Oh no, no, yeah, I lost the Iowa over that one. Assuming the Monday night game, what happens there? Um, that one cost me about a couple hundred bucks as well. So we'll see how that goes, but. 
No, I'm just talking games, big games this weekend. I mean, Ohio State, Notre Dame. I just don't know what the hell Notre Dame was doing at the end of that game. Just, again, they played, they should have won that game. In that in that game, I won't say they're the better team, but in that game, they were the better team. And yeah, coaching, I, I agree. coaching cost them the game. Yeah, 100%. On offense and defense. I, I mean, on, on multiple occasions, like there's multiple points that you point to in that game, and you say, that cost them the game. That cost them the game. That cost them the game. That cost yeah. them the game. One of those things they don't do, they win that game. In, yeah, like, yeah. Any one of those things. Again, how are you going to get 11 yards? You're starting to run the ball consistent against them. And you do a little weird trick play that loses you seven yards. And then, okay, whatever. You make them burn their time out. Just run it. Nope, you do a little pass play that is incomplete and save a timeout, which cost them the game at the end because of that uh, intentional grounding. If it everything stayed the same, then they don't have the timeout to save the 10-second runoff. It's, and then yeah, but 10 they people did that. on the field. Oh, no, that was a different situation. But, yes, so, but it's not even that, like, that whole final drive that Ohio State put together, every like first and second down, they'd blitz and bring pressure. And Ohio State's quarterback just looked lost. Like he had no idea what was going on. And just threw it randomly to somebody, hoping that Marvin Harrison would just go up and catch the ball. Like, oh, I don't know, yeah. you guys are bigger than that. Just go catch the ball. That was his entire strategy, that entire final drive. But for some reason, every third down, Notre Dame just said, hey, you know, it's a good idea. Let's just play coverage this down. We we know first and second down he couldn't he couldn't throw the ball when we brought a blitz and pressure. <laughs> he so scared shitless. Yeah. Let, let's just play coverage and not not uh put pressure on him and just let him sit there and throw to one of these eight hundred great wide receivers who are gonna get open in our zone coverage. And then the third and nineteen play, like right after that at grounding play that you were talking about. How do you just rush three? Well, how do you just rush three, one, and then how do you have everyone in the end zone instead of five yards short of the end zone? Oh, they had everyone. I I, I keep joking about it. I They had everyone. They rushed three and had everyone in the stands. That's what I'm saying. Like, like they, they weren't even. It, it's like they thought there was, that was the last play of the game. Somehow right. they thought that with 15 seconds left in the game, that was the last play of the game, and they just needed to keep him out of the end zone. If they just keep him out of the end zone, they win the game. Do yeah, you not if... think? Do you not know that the clock stops? Do you not know that they can clock the ball? Do you? I mean, Kirk Cousins doesn't know that you can clock the ball, but apparently <laughs> Ohio State does. Like, oh, it it made absolutely no sense. Again, just I don't care if everyone's back there, but put them five yards short. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, that, that's fine. Because then you can whole thing is, track back into the, but yeah, just let them have the whole field. But my whole thing is, you had great success bringing blitzes, bringing pressure against this quarterback in this game, especially in this last drive. Bring the pressure. That's what's been working. And if they get a touchdown off of that, then so be it. Like, 
you you got pressure on the kid. The kid made the play. I would rather die that way than hey, we played coverage and just let him throw the ball to a wide open guy. Oh yeah. Oh no. Like I wholeheartedly agree with you. It was uh, like it was I, I'm gonna do what's been working, and if if it doesn't work on this play, then so be it. But you still have time left on the clock to you have a timeout. You got 20, 30 seconds to maybe make something happen, right? You got a couple of chunk, because Ohio State's going to play prevent defense to stop you from getting the big play and getting the touchdown. So you can get 15, right. 20 yards, theoretically, with your quarterback. Clock stops at every first down at that point in the game. So you got four or five plays, even without using a timeout, to, to move it down the field and at least get in field goal position. <clears throat> right. So, yeah. yeah, I just don't know what they were doing. I, it, it made no sense to me. Yeah, it was Well, and then you call a timeout. How, how do you call a timeout and have ten people on the field? Yeah. I don't even understand how that happens. Twice. It's it's not it's bad enough that you called a timeout, ran ten people on the field, got a stop, and then still had ten people on the field for the next play. How how do you do two plays after a timeout with ten people on the field? No one up in the booth noticed that there was ten people on the field. Like it's just absurd. And then I don't. Did you hear the head coach's reasoning for why they didn't run someone on the field? Because they didn't want the, a penalty. Yeah, they didn't want a three-inch penalty. Are you yeah. kidding me? Yeah. No, I, the I thought the same thing. Inches, when it, no, that's what I was like. I thought the same thing when he said that. Like, what? I guess the reasoning is you don't want to give them two plays because they don't call the play dead, right? So if they didn't get it, then it does only cost you three inches, but then you get a second chance at it. Yeah, but not if you do it on the first play. <clears throat> True. They're getting the second chance regardless. Like, if you do it on the first play, then you have the guy on there for the second play. It's just still yeah. first down. Or second down, because I guess they clocked the Yeah, ball. they clocked You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. It, j just say we didn't notice. Like, just say we messed up, we didn't notice. Like, that's the real answer, right? We messed up. We didn't notice. It, it happens. I mean, not often, but... I was going to say, not <laughs> often, and sure as heck, not in that situation, but... And I would even get it if it was, like, a rush play and you were subbing people in and out or something. But, like, you called a timeout. It was off to, of a... Right. To get your defense in the right position to make the stop, and you put 10 people on the field. I, I just... I don't understand how that happens. Yeah. And a lot of Notre Dame fans are calling for his like resignation in his head right now and like I get it. Like that he he's cost Notre Dame multiple games. But no, I I, I still like him as a coach, honestly. He's he's a first well, I guess he's a second year head coach now. He's still learning and you don't get rid of someone after their second year and like they're 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 getting better. You know what I mean? Right. So no, and, and he, yeah, he's got a well-disciplined team. I I still like him as a coach. I just think he was stupid as can be for yeah, the I ending just, of that game. And honestly, he definitely I, choked, but 
I still like him as a coach. I don't know that he's that good of a coach. I but we won't know for another couple of years. You know what I mean? Like because the thing is, Notre Dame always has the talent, but I don't know. This team has been different to me. This team has looked better coached, better prepared for uh, games. Yeah, it's because you have but, a quarterback that isn't inept. But, yeah, it's still early, I still think. Yeah, I he's got the potential to be a great coach, or a very good coach, I don't know. But he uh, can yeah, be, I still like him. He can be coach. at least as good as Brian Kelly was for you guys. Oh, don't, don't talk that blasphemy. What? I don't like Brian Kelly, so. I said at least as good. I know. So don't, yeah, don't make those Meaning awful he, comparisons. All right, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, then the Bama game. I mean, Bama just kind of rolled, didn't they? Yeah, that was, it was never even close to a game. Kind I of still, old. to me, I still think they need to figure out things at quarterback. He's going to beat bad teams. The difference this game than other games is uh, their offensive line actually looked good. And yeah. their quarterback still looked scared and didn't look. And I guess I'm just used to watching Alabama with these really good quarterbacks that they've had. And it, it just drives me insane. Because it was all, alright, it's the offensive line, it's the offensive line. This game he had all day on every play. And still... Within two seconds, he's looking to run and not looking receivers. No. He's I, got a good arm. I mean, he's got a really good arm, man. He's accurate, but he just does Joe not. Man. He does not look for receivers. He does not look off receivers. If whatever he was thinking isn't there, he just runs. Yeah, I mean, which is fine, but that I think that's what separates him as the starter is that he has that ability, whereas the other guys that they trotted in, I don't. Oh, hundred do a hundred percent. I think they're all fairly equal on the read a defense, throw the ball type of stuff. But he can make that play with his feet, whereas the other two guys, I don't think, really can. I mean, they can, but not as well as him. No, a hundred percent. And the only thing with him is he will beat teams like Ole Miss, teams that aren't as strong on defense. I don't right. think they beat any good teams. No, no, they, they'd probably have two to three more losses this year, I think. <clears throat> but it was good to see that. I don't know how it happens. I don't know because, I mean, they've had all this time to make sure their offensive line knew what they were doing. But like I said, that's one positive thing for Alabama. They look good that game. I don't know if old Miss's D-line is just that bad, but they can't be worse than who was it? South Florida? <laughs> yeah. No, they definitely can't be. So. Not as a top 15 team. I so mean, that was a good good thing coming out of that for Alabama fans. Yeah. I just, I don't know. I think it's going to be a rough season for Bama fans. So, unless that quarterback position drastically changes. <clears throat> well, see, the good news for them is they don't really play anybody. They, Tennessee's not really good. So they have to, LSU is going to be. Yeah, I mean, they got LSU. I think A&M at A&M will be a difficult game for them in a couple of weeks. I think that quarterback, though, can 
beat everyone outside of LSU. Yeah, that's probably fair. But I don't. Um, we'll see. Yeah, that's we'll scary. See. That's scary because if LSU looks like they did against Florida State, Alabama could easily still be a one-loss team <laughs> without yeah. really. But then they lose to Georgia. Wins. Then they lose to Georgia in the oh, championship yeah. game and are a two-loss team. So that's fair. Unless the SEC rigs it again so that Bama wins and just oh, gets trounced by Georgia did. in the championship. Yeah, game. I was gonna say they definitely <laughs> did that before. Two years ago. Yeah. There's <laughs> no way that was real. There's no way that dominant Georgia team lost to Bama and then just destroyed them two weeks later. Yeah, there's no <laughs> way that was real. It's not even Nope. Yeah. Fair enough. So, I don't know, this podcast has ran on a little bit. So, uh, um, yeah, we're, we're going to do our picks early this week, though, so we won't be able to do the uh, single-game parlay on the podcast. It's a Thursday night parlay. Um, so I think I'll just, we'll still do one, but I think I'll just uh, tweet it out. That make that work for you? Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. We we can just we can do a player prop Thursday night um, football parlay, and I'll just end up tweeting it out or something. Yep, no, and, that uh, sounds good. See how that goes, but yeah. So that'll do it for this podcast. Um, yeah, man. I just I really hope we can start winning some games. These negative couple hundred dollar weeks are just not cutting it we're not doing bad overall like win loss wise but man we're just not not doing great either so i don't know hopefully it gets better um but yeah until next time see ya